0: Hi
1: everyone!
0: Welcome back to Raiders of the Lost Arts. I'm Kay. I'm Craig. Um, it's weird because we haven't recorded in like a month, and all of the past episodes have been ones that we recorded a long time, a ago.
1: very long time ago. So
0: much has changed. I has couldn't it? even
1: turn this mic on. Kay had to be a Freddie Benson for <laughs> me and figure this out because I was pressing the wrong buttons. That just shows how long it's been since we've, you know, recorded and did our little thing.
0: Yeah, that was a little depressing. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, it I'm it not going to lie to you. As you shouldn't, you know. Um, I'm still in my young 20s, and I couldn't even figure that out. It's kind of pathetic.
0: It's okay. They didn't even have polio figured out back in the day.
1: That's, so. that's true.
0: Um, What's new with us? We're both fully vaxxed now.
1: We are. We're Pfizer girls.
0: Um, I think the last time we recorded, I had just finished.
1: Your second dose.
0: My second, I hadn't had my second dose yet. I just finished my second semester
1: of grad school. Oh, but, oh, your first dose. Uh,
0: something like that. I got that in like I remember beginning of April. one of the
1: one of the podcasts we were recording. You definitely got got a dose. It was like because your arm was in pain.
0: Yeah, that was a few episodes.
1: Okay, well, it's all anyway. Back. Anyways, fully
0: inoculated. Um, what have you been up?
1: That's a good question. Um I started my new semester of grad school. So snaps. snaps. So I am reading like a madman. I have to I have to say I'm proud of myself because the last time I read an entire book in a single day was probably when I read Catching Fire in high school.
0: Didn't we all? In the Hunger Games <laughs>
1: series. Um so I read a book on Sunday for for class to get all my work done early. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a moment most pleasing in my um in your career. C- collegiate career. Yes.
0: Collegiate career. Yes.
1: What about you? What's new with you?
0: <laughs> well, thank you for asking.
1: Oh, um of course.
0: Well, not to brag now. Uh I just didn't just get back. I got back like over a week ago. I was in Massachusetts for about 2 weeks. 2 weeks, yeah. Um being a PA, which is short for production assistant. On my friend Peter's film, his first feature film. And so I was assisting. Snaps for Peter. Snaps for Peter. He's great. Um, it was a lot of fun working on the set. It was the first set I'd ever worked on. That's as, so exciting. Which is weird because I am a movie major. Not a film major, a movie major. Yeah. I need to be humbled, so I just say movie major.
1: What's the difference?
0: Um, uh, Less pretentious. I
1: would agree. If you
0: say I'm a film major, it's just like gonna tell me to watch kurosawa or something
1: when someone says i'm a film major we're like well we got it you watch two foreign films in your whole life and
0: you like, wear tiny beanies and cup jeans
1: yeah calm down
0: um i'm a movie major which means uh i enjoy hollywood baby i enjoy most movies i watch and i do have a critical lens i just don't like to ruin movies by saying, well i didn't really care for it well like, also you
1: just don't hate yourself
0: yeah i'm just i try not to be so pretentious yeah. anyway um, yeah, it was great working on that. Um, I was exhausted <laughs> after those two weeks. Um, but it was nice being close to Boston. I was on the Cape, like as in Cape Cod, for like over a week. That was really nice. Except I didn't get to enjoy it that much because I was just like driving around and hauling furniture Yeah, around. I was going to say,
1: would you like to tell the besties at home what like a PA does while they're on set? Because some people might not know. I didn't know until you kind of informed me about what you were up to so
0: pas kind of just do like the little things they run the show no (laughs) they (laughs) run the
1: background show
0: yeah they do all the little things that if don't say little
1: they're intricate things
0: no they are little things but i'm what i'm saying is that it would bog down production if people you know if the producer had to do it if the lighting guys had to do it, if the people who need the things to be done had to do it themselves, it would just slow everything down. So, you know, we're, we're helpful. It could be done without us. It would just take longer and be more stressful. Oh, of So course. I, it's not like I was like, I didn't really have a purpose. Like, I, I definitely did, but I just, you know, I wasn't the director or the which, people doing sound. Which is fine. Like yeah. Um. But so essentially what I did was a lot of, like, driving out and picking up food, picking up props if we didn't have, getting other stuff that we needed to you know either live or do a scene like there were a few times when I I ran out to get again like props like pasta sauce and like ginger ale. I was about
1: to ask what's like the weirdest prop that you had to go get.
0: Sauce. I, and the funny part is I went out to get sauce I was just sold just pasta sauce so I went out and I got like two jars of marinara and I also had to run to a different house and get a strainer and I came back I just heard rice yes
1: I just heard rice (laughs) that was that was a yell oh Oh, I see her little (laughs) her paw this is I feel like I'm in the shining
0: (laughs) she does this all the time (laughs) she's trying to get in you can't come in
1: this is scary anyway she's clawing her way in so
0: i come back and they're like actually we need alfredo and i was like haha very funny and they were like no i'm serious
1: honestly i was when you were like i have to pick up sauce i'm like i would have really like thought too in depth about it and be like which sauce did they need and as soon as she said sauce i was like i hope she went with the alfredo it's i okay. should have it's okay
0: but so then i had to go back to the store
1: did you have to return the other sauce? No, they okay. just
0: put it in the refrigerator at the place where we were. Yeah, you might as but well. But they—it wasn't even open. I'm like, why would you put jarred sauce in the fridge? Because yeah. now when you take it out, you can't leave it out.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> that was amateurs. Amateur hour on their part. I mean, they're they're actors. They are not. It wasn't the actors who did it. Ooh. I don't know who did it. Well, I won't name names. Clearly, they're not <laughs> chefs. They will not be on top. Not real
0: Italians. Um, Oh,
1: for sure. I mean, they're getting jarred sauce to begin with.
0: That was one of the weirder, but nothing was really that weird. It was just one of the few many things I did.
1: Yeah. Now that is exciting. I had to
0: go out and get coffee for one of our actors at like 9 p.m. after all the dunkies had closed and all the other coffee places I went to that said they were open on Yelp were not open and mcdonald's i finally get there and the girl's like oh we actually don't have coffee and i wanted to cry and she's like but i can make you a cappuccino and i was like yes
1: because you said coffee i'm so sorry to bring this up do you know what caribou coffee is yeah i just had like a distinct memory pulled from the back of my brain when you said it and i was just like okay because obviously different places have different coffee shops so i think caribou is like a midwest
0: is it? I thought it was just a company. Because, like, they make, like, the pods for the Keurig and stuff. Oh, do
1: they? I, like, I haven't seen any, like, by us in the Northeast, but, like, no. the only time I've ever seen one was when I went to Minnesota. It's
0: Like, I guess, like, a Tim Hortons kind of a
1: thing. I was about to say, regional. like, when I went to Canada, Tim Hortons. So, like have some
0: in upstate New York. Because it's closer to
1: Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, like, now, like, I, like, when I, when I first found out about caribou, I didn't know what it was. Like, I saw them everywhere, and I didn't know when they were. When I found out it was coffee, it just, like, didn't resonate with me that's like an interesting name I also heard like no offense Caribou but like I heard their coffee is not good so
0: it's okay at least the, the pods I've had
1: yeah
0: Um. anyways Anyway, enough about me Yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit about going into. by the time you're hearing this
1: yes Um. there's so a bunch of stuff we could talk
0: about I'm just going to highlight two things because they relate more to our topic today. okay cool so one is today which is May twenty fifth.
1: May twenty fifth. It is a Tuesday. May twenty
0: fifth. Tuesday. Um, the trailer for Last Night in Soho, directed by Edgar Wright, dropped, starring Thomas and Mackenzie and Anya Taylor Joy. My her, her, wife. Her name is pronounced Anya, not Anya. Did you know that? That's how she prefers it to be pronounced, and so.
1: Yeah, I'll I'm, go with her preferences. Yeah, I've heard it, obviously. Both ways, but yeah, I do know. Yeah, Anya, I I think I always just automatically say
0: Anya because that's like
1: it's like the English pronunciation. It's,
0: yeah, it's the traditional, traditional as in white. But or, I was actually
1: explaining to my boyfriend the other day because I went on my obsessive on. I almost just said it, Anya rant, mm-hmm. um, as I always do. So I don't know how much you know about her. Like
0: she's from Argentina. Her childhood she was raised in. England,
1: yes, and the states, so she kind of, yeah, like she. that's why her accent is what it is, it's very eclectic, yeah. So, I was explaining to him, I'm like, so, so, like, her a lot of people don't know her first language Mm -hmm. is Spanish, Mm -hmm. um, and people, like, you know, when they see her, she's perceived as a white girl, I mean, she's definitely white passing, yes, for sure. Um, so whenever she, I love how for the um, SNL monologue, Mm -hmm. she got to do it like in Spanish because she's like, this is like my native language, I want to. Mm-hmm. do some of it i thought that was like so special and so cool but i was like explaining that to him and like how like she kind of grew up all over the place which i think is really cool too for her not only as like a human being but an actress mm-hmm. because she's she has that versatility and is able to see the world in all these different perspectives um and of course i could talk about her for years but the trailer yes visually i mean it's only a trailer but... i
0: mean edgar wright is just a really good visual storyteller yes. in general like he uses the screen like almost no other director i've seen
1: and just some of the the shots i've seen on the trailer itself and just how they played with the camera i literally was watching it at work today like in a little corner like in a desk and i was doing everything in my power not to lose my damn mind basically like i was
0: yeah i still have like no idea what it's about i don't care vibes okay vibes.
1: It is a vibe. I I was like wondering, I'm like, do you want me to elaborate on the plot a little bit or do you want to keep the mystery going? Keep the suspense going?
0: Yeah, so I've never seen, I mean Edgar Wright has done like horror inspired things like Shaun of the Dead and stuff like that. Yeah. That's obviously based off of like Dawn of the Dead, but this looks like more...
1: It's a thriller. It's straight up thriller. Horror.
0: Like not with this veneer of comedy to it, which yeah. a lot of his stuff is, because he's... He kn- I think he was, like, a comic writer. Like, as in... He, not like he did comics, but you know what I mean. um, Like, a comedy writer for a bit. And he's friends with a lot of comedians. But I'm excited. Um, What I'm not excited for, and this brings us to our other piece of news, oh. is freaking... The Dear of Hansen movie.
1: I almost just called it a revival. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's, if it's,
0: I, if anything, I think <laughs> it's gonna stop being on Broadway after this movie comes out. Um,
1: who? I don't even know. Do we know who directed it?
0: Um, I don't want to. I want. No.
1: Why do I feel like I want to say it's the same people who did? I'm just going to make something up right now and come out as a creator. I feel like it's the same person who did The Greatest Showman, but I could be completely wrong.
0: I mean, it's the same people who did the music.
1: They directed it?
0: No. I mean, like, the, the music, the same oh, people yes, who did yes, the music. Oh, yes, yes. I'm just very curious
1: as to um, um, who's directing. Um. Yeah. To... Oh, it's Steven
0: Ch- Chbosky? Like, the writer of Perks of Being a Wallflower?
1: Okay, now that's kind of actually sounding familiar. Duff. I feel like they said that in the trailer, or they like showed it, or whatever. Um, Well, honestly, my assertion is, why do we keep putting full-grown human beings into high school films?
0: Well, I guess when your dad's the producer, and you originated the Broadway role, they're like, well, makes sense. Like, he was playing... A damn college student a decade ago, and you're like, yeah, he could, he could play a high schooler. The fuck, yeah. And it like the and not to say he doesn't looks...
1: look young, but like he doesn't. He looks ill. He looks, you know. I feel like Ben Platt as Ben Platt looks the age he's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, he looks like his own age.
1: But so putting well, him... didn't he lose a lot of weight for the role?
0: He lost fifteen pounds.
1: Okay, that's not bad.
0: I mean, it's a lot, I guess for him like i don't know if he's someone who's like weight fluctuates that much yeah like for me to lose 15 pounds that'd be a lot i think but same oh same um yeah and like no hate to him well Well. um maybe a little but like i don't know i feel like there's so many
1: not to sound dumb but like he definitely could have you know been like Mm, I don't want to do this role.
0: Yeah, like he, there's other people who could have played it, like a bunch of the other people who played Evan Hansen on Broadway who are closer to the age. I was going to say, I'm, I'm
1: assuming they would probably be closer to age, too. Yeah. Also, my biggest complaint if they're going to pull that nonsense and put an inappropriately aged man as a high school student, where's Laura Dreyfus? Yeah. The star.
0: Because she doesn't have the same pull as Ben. Does, she She's already a star. Off the screen.
1: I mean, maybe all the, the the theater gays and gals and days at home are going to attack me, but like, she has more star power in my eyes. I'm sorry. I said what I said. No,
0: you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right.
1: She is the moment.
0: I mean, I don't know if she's the moment. But she's, she's not the moment. She's but a star.
1: Like, she is a star. She's a star.
0: She's a star. Um... So, getting into the topic of how to die.
1: Oh, yes. This is exciting. Because um, it was kind of, like, thrown together. And I was like, ooh, like, this. this is a fun topic. And this is going to be a really fun segment because I did no research.
0: And I did a little bit of research.
1: But you just knew a lot of it. Nah, well, no I
0: had to be reminded a little bit about because I'm like I knew the general stuff, but, but I, like
1: that's a lot more than me. I literally know nothing so I feel like I'm in school today. this will be fun.' I'm gonna be learning no, something I'll,
0: keep, I'll try and keep it short okay it would probably be only be like five minutes or so
1: that's totally fine um
0: our topic today is the movie musical
1: the movie musical
0: because and that's what we've been talking about to well I guess last night Soho isn't technically a movie musical, but there's oh, no. music in it. Is there? Oh, yes, yes, she yes. She yes. was singing in the drawer. Yes, you're right, literally. <clears throat> um, And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about the history of the movie musical. And most of this information does come from a YouTube video that came out, like, two or three years ago um, from Lindsay Ellis um, called The Death of the Hollywood Music... M- Hollywood Movie Musical. Hello, words.
1: Tongue twister.
0: What's that, uh... The one thing that... The theater kids all say to themselves before they to like do the vocal warm-up
1: um i know i took one acting class in undergrad and i knew we had a bunch of tongue twister i knew betty had a bit of butter that one Betty had a bit of butter
0: betty had a bit of butter and then there's like the weather we weather together the weather or something silly so okay anyway
1: um we're really trying... We're trying to get into the mindset so of a theater that's, person.
0: that's a good video to watch if you liked what we talked about today or if you like any of this history and you want to go a little bit more in-depth with, like, examples, like, in your face and stuff. Because that's it's, it's a video essay. I love video essays, by the way. I, I We should have an episode top five video essays.
1: <laughs> I don't watch them enough. The only one I've watched... I'm like danced one. No, and I like that sounds right up my alley oh. because she's my other go to go-to queen. I've watched one on like literally the the history and the evolution of the character of Sharpei Evans in high school mm. school and why she's not the villain. And like we all be knowing that. I mean the, the intellectuals be knowing yeah. since the beginning that she wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it was actually like a very in depth video essay and I was floored by it.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, um, so the early movie musical, as in like post nineteen thirty nine, um, with the Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, and yeah, kind of music and all that stuff, were um always accompanied by what they would call a road show, and so before the movie would come out, um, essentially the studios would take the the film on tour. Kind of around the country. Interesting. Um, and they'd have like so it'd be like a premiere, kind of a thing, but in a local town. Um, it was like a limited release in a way. Um, it you know so that now they're harder to see these films and it added some prestige. So it's like oh limited time and they would have like. T- not T-shirts, but like you know. Oh, they had that
1: secret merch. They
0: had merchandise that they would bring, and they were like, "Oh, if there's like a bow tie from the movie, now you can have your." own It was like bow a pop-up up shop, basically.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, it was, yeah, uh, it
0: was essentially like, or like even like when you see a Broadway show, and they have like the glasses that say like, um, Book of Mormon or something, like mm. a mug or something, and then um, you
1: got like a twenty-dollar drink in it.
0: Yeah. yeah, so it was kind of the same thing. It, yeah, it seemed like a night out at the theater. It was, it had to prestige the, the whole experience. It was a gimmick, but it got, you know, seats, seats, seats were filled. Seats were filled, indeed. Um, so that was a big thing. And then the advent of the in home television in like the 50s and 60s kind of challenged that and de incentivized going to the theater
1: at of all of course it did because um, technology is a monster
0: and road shows were a big risk and investment for studios because it cost a lot of money to put all that money into taking it on the road as like anyone who's ever been on a tour would know I have been on a tour but I've heard they're expensive <laughs> and that's why the tickets are so expensive um yeah like Cleopatra did a road show um, and it nearly bankrupted 20th Century Fox. So that's that's a fun little tidbit. Um, so they started, like, to not really do road shows as often. um, And so they were like, okay, how are we going to revive the movie musical? And well, also make money. We don't have to try that hard, because Mary Poppins comes out, My Fair Lady comes out, and The Sound of Music comes out. And these they, are... They said we're
1: going to ride this wave. Yeah. Um, so right not to the only bank. did
0: Mary Poppins kind of revive the theater industry but the movie musical genre in
1: general with the implementation of cartoon as well with like yeah, that live was, action that
0: was kind of no. Um, there was a big return on investment for that movie so that was nice to say they don't even I mean it, it had good critical reception like all these three films that I had mentioned had good critical reception but they also brought in the money which were two things that are absolutely necessary to keep any genre alive. Um, My Fair Lady won the best, uh, won best picture. Um, was that was then added more prestige to the movie musical, and Sound of Music did great at the box office. Um, so it proved that movie musicals were financially viable and all that. Um, so they're still doing road shows at this time, which is like the sixties kind of late sixties.
1: Um, I wonder if like during this time of like Mary Poppins and My Fair Lady, they were still doing road shows for those films. Yeah, they were. I wonder if like there's someone out there that has like m- oh, Mary Poppins sure. like t-shirt merch. Oh no, it
0: probably exists, and it's probably thousands and thousands of dollars. But, yeah. Um. All that to say, roads like they had been shown that road shows were not a great idea. Like they could possibly. Tank a studio like they were huge investments, and it they should just pour their money into making a better product. But they they,
1: they but didn't why, listen. But why go with reason? Why go with logic? They didn't listen. So I don't, he said we're gonna push our luck until yeah, we bankrupt. If the musical
0: someone. didn't do well, essentially, they would lose a bunch of money. Whatever. Um, but movie musicals were now being considered like safe. movies kind of like the way. A biopic it's a safe movie today where it's like you know if you come out with a pretty good one it'll do good yeah. People will come and see it um so those started to not sell as well in the late 1960s when movies like bonnie and clyde and help were coming out and kind of introducing something new um safe cinema was just kind of going away people didn't want to see the old reliable anymore yeah I wanted something new um, new and
1: exciting fresh
0: uh, a movie that pretty much was a a critical bomb was dr. Doolittle, the original. um it was a it was super expensive to make the there was a bunch of problems with the animals on set. The road show was super expensive that and it was also a bad movie. like it was racist and cartoonish. So those are all bad things that indicated the decline of the movie musical. Um, and then it kind of all came to a screeching halt with Hello Dolly, which seemed like it would be really good. I mean, it had Babs in it, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, um, Gene Kelly was directing it. Ugh. It had a really nice budget. It was like uh, a show that had proved to do well on Broadway. Um, but the film was just like, not culturally relevant again they were just trying to push the movie musical even though the trends were showing that people didn't really want to see them anymore and so after that they just it was very rare for a movie musical to really do well a few outliers are like Fiddler on the Roof and Cabaret Yeah, but they really are true outliers where Fiddler was didn't have any like big name stars in it or anything like that and the sets weren't expensive really cabaret was kind of like counter it wasn't very mainstream
1: and also as going on that notion of mainstream i think it's really important to recognize the fact that like musical movie theater that genre is very niche and it's
0: it wasn't at the time
1: at the time it wasn't but comparing it to like a 21st century lens of course i think it's obviously become a lot more and where i'm going so with they... this is
0: that the fall of the movie musical gave way to the rise of like the summer blockbuster yeah um like jaws and star wars and stuff like that um and... so
1: are we saying spielberg is to blame for people no, 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 not no. seeing musicals no because i'm fully on board with that
0: that's it's it's all to do with the producers pushing genres that are dead and I'll get into this. So gimmicks like um three D and IMAX and four D we have nowadays instead of the Roadshow where they're expensive and they make movies just so that they can sell more expensive tickets. Um but it's all a gimmick just to get Of course it seats. is.
1: And um Remember when three D movies first became like really big?
0: I do those real d glasses yeah like, um, not like, the ones that were just red and blue anymore
1: yeah that was um funny. and like going back and watching those movies when they're not in 3d like if you're just like on hbo max and you find one of those films mm-hmm. and you're just watching it you're just cringing because you're like these
0: i know where they're like oh they they, they they it
1: was a real reach they tried real hard to incorporate as much 3d as they could mm-hmm. into these films and it showed not in a good way
0: um So for film, like, it's harder to keep up with trends just because of the long production times and stuff like that. Um, You know, with music and TV, when cultural attitudes shift, which are often the drop of a hat, um, when trends shift, it's easier to follow because there's a quicker turnaround time. But with movies, it could take over five years to, like, from the start to the finish... Make a movie, yeah. So that's I think also part of the reason that in the late '60s you still see movie musicals coming out, but they're not being as successful as ones that came out in the earlier '60s when the movie musical was doing better. It's just like the same way Um, we're we're not really getting any YA films anymore, like Divergent and stuff. Divergent came at the tail end of that; they didn't get the memo that those were on the out. Whereas, you know, the Hunger Games trilogy came out right at the right time. Yeah. Um, and so whenever anyone comes up out with any of those types of movies anymore, you're like, why? It's just like, well, they planned on doing it however many years ago. And they said, no, nah, we're an outlier to that trend of the downward trend of YA. Dystopian they think they stuff. are. You're not. You're not. You're Sweetie, not the you're, exception. Y- you're not special. <laughs> you are the rule. Um, but yeah, that's my brief little little history of the movie musical, the rise and fall,
1: the rise and fall, and you know of the music, the the music movie empire.
0: We could be in a slight revival. I mean, we had Mamma Mia. Here we go again. A lot of people liked The Greatest Showman. I didn't see it, but I heard people liked it. Um. Cats was not good. Bad example. Um, I don't know. There's other movie music. Yeah, we're gonna remember. talk
1: about them. Well,
0: yeah, we're gonna talk about we're our top be, five. We're gonna be
1: ranking. We're gonna mm-hmm. do some ranks. All I right. I couldn't even think of a clever word.
0: Are we gonna go from five to? I think we can go five to one. I think we'll have different enough. We
1: ones. will have. Yeah. I
0: can. I can guess already what like two or three of yours are.
1: Probably. I'm a very but. predictable person. It's um, what you see is what you get.
0: You can go first.
1: Okay. Um, of course, I just want to add if we have time at the end, I probably. I'm going to, like, brush through some honorable mentions. I have
0: a few honorable mentions. (laughs) Because I'm
1: like, there's something there that makes it important in my brain, but it definitely didn't make my top five, you know? That
0: and, like, these are ones that I didn't want to repeat from other lists that I either know will do or that we already have done. Okay,
1: true, very true.
0: I realize I'm like, oh, a lot of, like, movies I really, really like are movie musicals, which makes sense because I also just like regular musicals. Yeah. Um, they're great. They're kind of like fantasy films in a way. Yeah,
1: they, they are, yeah. And they're their own.
0: And we should um, be right. more specific what we mean by movie musical. Because when I was explaining it to people, they didn't quite understand. This means that the use of mu-
1: music. <laughs> the music. Music. Music.
0: The use of music. Another tongue twister. Songs and singing throughout the movie is used diegetically, not non-diet diegetically which means that the characters sing the songs as if they were singing them in real life not yes. not a dream sequence not a one-off dream sequence
1: or not like part of like a um where it's the
0: soundtrack yeah um because someone was saying what about this movie and i said that's not a musical i forget which one but like the shrek movies are not musicals
1: I I mean, I would never consider them.
0: Maybe some people. There is Shrek the Musical.
1: But that's just a musical. But that is different. That is, yeah, that's Um, its don't. But
0: you'll understand what we mean once we start listing.
1: Yes. I'm actually, you might be surprised that it's number five on my list and maybe not higher because it is a well regarded film. Number five on my list is La La Land. That's on my
0: list, but I won't. You can talk about it now, and I'll talk about it later.
1: Okay. Um, or I can I can jump in a bit. Yeah, please jump in. Um, I don't have I feel like I don't have like too much to say about each film, but with La La Land, I saw that in theaters because I can't say that about yeah, everything that I, did. I can't say that about everything on my list.
0: Well, because the movie musical wasn't really popular when we were younger. Yeah, it's harder for us to have seen a lot of these in theaters.
1: So, Emma Stone is just one of my favorite actresses. Hence. Easy A being one of my favorite films.
0: And Ryan Gosling is also in
1: it. And Ryan Gosling, and they're they just have great chemistry. They've been they really so do. much together. Ugh. Um these casting directors, they know exactly what they're doing. And we applaud they hate them. Us. <laughs> I, yeah. Um I remember being very like astounded, and I hate to use such a dramatic word in theater, but like, again, I think this was at the 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 pinnacle of i have not seen a movie musical in a very long time especially one in theaters yeah. where i was just like it was also different it's mm-hmm. not like your typical like i'm gonna break out into song and like make me cringe in my seat like it was very
0: it was like it seemed like a classy affair yes it's it was
1: very really... nuanced it has like realism aspects to it mm-hmm. it has great storyline um
0: it's also just shot so well. I mean, it was shot in Technicolor. Yes. Which is something that I think Damien Chazelle chose that because it gave that look of like an old movie musical in a way. It did. Um, and it added that vibrance and it really paid off. I mean, it's such a gorgeous film.
1: It is. <sighs> One of my favorite songs it might not be like the most, I feel like, celebrated song in the film. I love Somewhere in the Crowd.
0: No, I love that song. It's
1: a really great song. And I remember when I saw it in theaters, this is probably gonna be like a weird anecdote, but it really resonated me with me when like the song starts to fade out, like towards like the bridge and she's like in the bathroom mm-hmm. singing to herself in the mirror. That for some weird reason just like evoked something in me and I was like I was having like this like euphoric experience. I was like, What is going on on this very day?
0: The song gives me chills. Like I had I, actually have issues right now. Yeah,
1: I had chills. I, I felt seen, I felt heard, mm-hmm. I felt mm-hmm.
0: Like that, the build
1: up, the, the cinematography of the scene too, because it's so. I don't want to say all over the place because that sounds messy, but it's yeah, no, so. No.
0: It's very much um, Baz Luhrmann.
1: Very yes, very spatial. Um, <laughs> and I don't know, there's the blocking, the movement, the choreography specifically when they're still in the apartment when the song first starts. Everything about it
0: very well choreographed. Like not just the dance, but like like action choreography. Yes, so everything about
1: good. it was just so perfect. And I am not going to spoil this time around, but for most of you out there, you've probably seen yeah. this film. You know what happens in the end. Mm-hmm. I love the ending.
0: I really like it too. A
1: lot of people like obviously because of the but that's the, the point. The sadness of it. I found it to be very realistic. It is, and I felt it. It would. It was more effective of a film with that ending. If it did not have that ending, I probably would not like it the same.
0: Exactly. and I, I think you missed the point. If you're like, I didn't like the ending. It's just like,
1: shut up. Then you're a baby. Go uh, home.
0: I'm not going to lie. When, this, when I first saw it, I was like, hmm. And then I hated it for a bit. That's okay. And I think it's because it deals a lot with, you know, dreams and it's... the film industry. And at that point in my life, I was... Saying I'm not gonna go into film because I don't think I can make it, um, and then as soon as I would like change my major to be an English major and planned on going to film school, I was like, this is like my favorite
1: movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like this movie.
0: Um. So yeah, it's definitely it was definitely an attitude thing, but that's on my list. I'm not gonna tell you where until we get to that, and then I'll just say.
1: Click okay. On. Perfect.
0: Um. So my number five, and I'm sure most people haven't heard of this. Unless you've been reading all of my tweets since like twenty sixteen or seventeen, but it is seventeen seventy six, which is uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, you, you
1: lost me there.
0: Is a a movie musical and is also a musical about John Adams getting
1: the Declaration of Independence.
0: No, no, no. Um. Well, there he's he's getting. Thomas Jefferson to write it, and then everyone to sign it. Okay, Um, it's a whole.
1: I'm not the brightest when it comes to history, so when I was like, you were like, no, I was like, did I get that year wrong? No, 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 that
0: is the year, that's the year. Um, so like Hamilton, who? Um, I don't. Oh, uh, it wasn't. I'm excited to see you pop off on this This now. This musical wasn't really accepted that well, critically speaking, and it really isn't like the best movie. Why so?
1: I'm curious. Do you think there's something that like specifically that makes it? I think
0: I think it came out in the 70s. Okay. So. Okay. I actually don't remember. I should look that up, but whatever. Um. I enjoy it a lot though, and I think the music is really good, if not a bit corny. But like it, it kind of slaps. Like if you ever listen to the soundtrack, which I suggest you all should. Um, I think it's great. I think it could be reimagined for modern audiences, and it would do really well with like some additions. Yeah, and especially
1: like you just said ha- with this like Hamilton train that everyone's riding.
0: And it could have some more insightful commentary. On Definitely the more Founders leverage because I mean the main players in this are John Adams, Ben Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson. And if we learned anything about Hamilton, it's that the founding fathers were not perfect. Actually, we didn't learn that from Hamilton. Surprise, we surprise. We just doing our own research because Hamilton's just like, ooh, ooh, <laughs> he might have been a bisexual. I'm like, yeah, he had slaves. <laughs> I think that's the more important thing. I, I, I think we're
1: overlooking something. But,
0: and so this musical kind of poises it like as the northern states against the southern states and like the north is in the right and it's so hypocritical these southern people to only want slaves and like something like that. And it's just like, it is not that simple. And also, there's this great part, it's like, I think it's the like the midway, the midpoint of the musical, where there's like an interlude uh, from the POV of like a young boy who's in the war, who's died, and he's like singing a song to his mom, and it breaks your heart. And into you, a million pieces. Because at this point, you're like, oh, these guys are being so annoying and petty, like politics it's so frustrating and stupid they should all just do the right thing and you know it's it's important I guess to look at these figures but you really when you look too closely at them you miss out on the bigger context which is like why is it so important that they get the sign it's big. because there are young men dying on the yeah. fields for yeah. freedom and it's freedom that you guys all need to agree upon um and so i think that should be highlighted more if they reimagine it there should be more black voices because there's like no black people at all in the movie um and also yeah it should be talked about the thomas jefferson maybe he wasn't the best person because he's kind of like this young sexy hero in it and i'm like okay that's revisionist <laughs>
1: yeah let's let, let's pipe down tom and his
0: wife has a whole song about how they like fuck but she doesn't say that she goes he plays the violin he tucks it right under his chin and he bows
1: oh he bows
0: <laughs> it's a hot song it's a good song
1: it's a horny song it's all
0: oh this musical is very horny like There's a point where, like...
1: Well, independence gets everyone horny, I guess.
0: Where, like, Thomas Jefferson, he's like, I haven't seen my wife in so long. I'm burning up. And, like, John Elm's like, so am I. And he's like, they're like, oh, my God, you fuck? He's like, I have
1: kids. They're like, oh, my God, are we going to trauma bond over being horny together?
0: (laughs) Ben Franklin's like, yeah, that's why I joined a sex school in France. (laughs) Literally.
1: Anyway. Anyways. (laughs) That's
0: my number five. It's a very interesting musical. Also, awesome.
1: yeah, I mean, I I think at the end of the day, maybe this is a I love breaching because why not? Mm-hmm. All musicals have somewhat of a horny element,
0: yeah, I mean, have you ever seen a musical theater production like in high school? All oh, those kids are so
1: horny. yeah, so it it is it is immersed. it is soaked in it mm-hmm. so we can't escape it. Number four on my list right. Sweeney Todd um so interesting I guess tidbit of information with this one of course growing up super religious I would never be able to watch something that has demon in the title he's, oh, the, he's, de- demon, he's the demon he's the demon in Barbara Fleet Street That's true. so um what year do we know what year this film came out I should have I should know
0: 2000. Maybe
1: early 2010. Yeah, I was gonna say 2000s. I want to say 2008. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Um, because I remember I was definitely younger, and I obviously knew nothing about this play, mm-hmm. and so I actually believed he was he was a demon.
0: Oh, that Johnny Depp was. Yes, like well, his character. not that foresight?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so 2007. Um, visually, it's Tim Burton. It's a beautiful visual, it's very, creepy movie. It's a It it, it, it is. Uh, No pun Um, intended. I I think the first time I've actually watched this movie was probably not too long ago. Yeah, I I watched it like a year ago. A little bit longer. You did? Yeah.
0: I only watched it like less than a year
1: ago. Oh, I watched it probably like a few years ago, but definitely within the past couple years. Um,
0: If I had been like, like a young teen when that had come out, oh my God, that would have been my personality.
1: The way I'd be acting up.
0: I would be like, oh my gosh, couple goals. Like, I would have absolutely made that movie my personality. And we're all so
1: fortunate. Yeah, I would have I would too. Have um, there's something that's really familiar about the story. Like, I, I think there's definitely a lot of tropes in there with, like, forbidden love and betrayal and, you know, all that hot jazz. But then you throw in some murder and cannibalism.
0: Mm-hmm. And Unknowing cannibalism.
1: <laughs> unconsensual cannibalism. Yeah. It, it is just a delicious feast of a film. Um worst
0: pies in London though.
1: Yeah, and what makes them better human flesh. Um I think going back to the visuals, it's definitely a gory film. Yeah. But it's done artistically.
0: Yeah, and I think um I mean the original musical which is Sondheim is a lot. It is dark because Sondheim does write a lot of dark stuff, but it's like more campy than anything. But oh, for Burton sure, made it. I mean, that's his thing. He takes camp and he makes it serious.
1: Yeah. Darkness. Um.
0: Which I guess is his wheelhouse. It's fine.
1: Yeah, and just the way the story plays out, um. I think they casted it very well, too. Just like down to every single character, honestly. Yeah. I didn't have like any like.
0: Who plays the daughter?
1: Um. Oh, Joanna? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm forgetting her name. And I just Diana know Diana? she's blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, Jane Wisner?
0: Do I know her for something else? Yeah. She, did she? No. I think she reminds me of Cosette from Les Mis.
1: Like, Amanda Seyfried?
0: Yeah, just, like, the general arc as yeah, well. Yeah, so that's
1: what I was going to say. So that arc is, again, I feel like it, it kind of yeah. almost carried over. Mm-hmm. Um, And just the way it ends, too. Oof. That was painful. It was it's painful, but, like, in a good way. Yeah. Like, it. it's... It's cathartic. It's poetic justice.
0: I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's it? <laughs> Shit. All right. Like, I feel like if I had seen that, like not in the movie theater, but, like, at the Broadway theater, I'd be like, oh. Mm, yeah. Huh? I don't know how long it ran on uh, either in the West End or on Broadway, but I don't think that long. Um, I thought it was made to a movie.
1: If, kind of going on this theme, I want going forward with some of my films, since you said, like, you were talking about, like, revisions, like, if they were ever to revitalize and make this, like, make this into another film of mm. sorts, um, I would definitely be interested. Almost kind of what you were saying, like less serious and more camp again. Like throw that aspect back into it. Um, I don't know. I I feel like.
0: I think it's fine. I think they. Should
1: I wrong, but... I would like it if they played around with the color palette a little more. And... I mean,
0: yeah, that's just Tim Burton,
1: though. Oh no, that's what I was saying. He like he like dark and Jerry. Like, I, I think I it'd be really think... interesting to see all like super bright colors. Um, and have that like really dark.
0: I think he used that to you know reflect the environment. Yeah. And the mental state, and also it made the blood and like the meat pop. That yeah. Much more. So honestly, I don't even have a problem with that because I don't it wouldn't make any sense to add all that color because it it is a dreary film. Yeah. It's not like in Edward Scissorhands where it's like suburbia. And then you have Edward, who is so pale and dark. He really stands out then.
1: Yeah. I just think it would be fun. Yes. Um, um, that's all I'm going to really say. That's a Sweeney Todd. Sweeney so Todd's good. Like S- it, it is very good.
0: Um, number four. And yes, I think this counts as a movie musical because it did on the Rotten Tomatoes list. Um is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The original. The original with Gene Wilder.
1: Of course. Um, uh, yeah, I would consider that a movie musical. If you don't, then you're just plain wrong. Willy
0: Wonka, the character, and Gene Wilder. Icons. Like, such an iconic, like, personality, I was outfit, lore, mythology. so
1: depressed when he passed.
0: He passed on my freshman day of college. Like my first day, I'm driving home. I'm like I had a good first day, and I'm listening to the radio, and they're like, "Sadly, Gene Wilder has passed away at like 77." I was like, "What?"
1: That's when you should have known college was gonna go downhill from there.
0: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I know we just got the announcement about Timmy Tim. Oh my god. Playing, what young sexy? I don't even know. I've had enough. Why
1: did he say you sexy?
0: i Ooh. mean redact. Redact. <laughs> redact. i don't
1: find um like yeah lot, i think but... i texted you something along, along the lines of this is proof that nature is not yeah healing. you did <laughs> it really isn't i, I don't, don't th-
0: understand I, why do we need this not only why will we
1: need it if they are trying to go with the, the sexy young appeal I think it's just
0: young because he i think he can play crazy and weird
1: Yes, for and sure. And I like to see him try. But I don't think we need a sexy Wonka ever. I don't think they're gonna try make him. I hope, hope they
0: not. make him weird.
1: I hope so too. But you know, there's gonna be people out there fetishizing the fuck out of it. I
0: don't know if he has the range either, but we'll see. Well, yeah, because there was that freaking uh, Willy Wonka. Cosplay not cosplay, but like that guy who dressed up as him on TikTok and girls were like thirsting over. Oh him. yes, I I'm telling what? you, it is a thing. And it was the like the Johnny Depp version. Which the Johnny is Depp wig, yeah. Ugly.
1: Oh I never you got don't, you do not have to tell me.
0: I never got that. But um
1: Back to the actual genius, yeah. Gene Wildner.
0: Nothing compares to the original and nothing can compare to your imagination. Watching um that sequence when they're going into the the edible like garden with the that chocolate. is cinema. That is that cinema. Chills, chills. That single handedly, along with like maybe the Wizard of Oz and a few other movies, as a kid, like opened up
1: my mind. You might to know this creativity and better invitation. than I would in terms of the the singing aspects. Did they record beforehand? Was it? Live singing. Oh, they
0: probably record in the studio. Okay. Most of the time they did. Um, it's dumb to do it on actual set. You don't have the right acoustics or anything.
1: There um, are films out there.
0: Yeah. Schmeh <laughs> <Shmay>, schmiz.
1: Schmeh <laughs> schmiz. Just being one of them. Schmeh schmiz.
0: Um, not gonna say which ones, but schmeh schmiz maybe. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah. So this film truly aided in making me a more creative child um i mean it tells a story and teaches you a lesson about curiosity and rules and being a good person and how you're rewarded if you're a good person but charlie should not have inherited that chocolate factory i agree he drank the busy lifting juice
1: i agree i don't think any of them should have
0: and he didn't care he didn't know jack shit about business That kid, he's going to bankrupt that company.
1: He doesn't have a business degree. How dare they?
0: At least she knows how to run a business. Violet actually liked candy. She has a can-do attitude. She doesn't take shit from nobody.
1: Augustus loves candy. What are we talking about?
0: He's an idiot, though. But I'm saying Violet, you know, Wonka's just like, oh, I have this gum. And she's just like, I don't think you should be testing it on um, the Oompa Loompas. Let me try it, and he's just like,
1: she is a humanitarian. I don't
0: know, like he didn't say, spit it out. He said he's like, I don't know if I would do that if you were you, and he knew that would challenge her, like, Willy Wonka. Okay, you're an icon, but you're also an asshole.
1: Willy Wonka, you know how to gaslight, girl boss and gatekeep. He he is the original blueprint of it. No I... pun intended. Um, what about Mike TV? He's a star. He's a star. Yeah, but he. He's got the appeal.
0: I just don't think any of the the men or the boys in the movie. I don't think
1: any it. of them deserved it.
0: I think Violet and Veruca as a team, oh my god. Honey, that's gold right there. That's your gold ticket. It's those two girls. Anyway. Um
1: We need to go into other discourse of Willy Wonka, however. Charlie Bucket's family situation. Oh, the
0: the grandparents?
1: Of course. We need to.
0: Grandpa
1: Joe and I forgot all. Is it Grandma Josephine? Mm -hmm. Grandma something else. Something else. Grandpa George. Grandpa George.
0: That asshole, Grandpa Joe, not providing for his family. I know it's a John Mulaney skit, but like that whole thing where he gets out of bed, he's like, "Oh, let's see if I can walk. I can." It's just like what they're having cabbage soup every night. She's making laundry soup every night. And you're just sitting there. Not only
1: that, but like the four of them sharing a bed.
0: Yeah, that's a nightmare. The worst smelling duvet in history. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um like your toes are constantly intertwining.
0: I like it. okay, so Oh, so you, here's the- Wait, did we ask this question before? We're both pointing at each other, like Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Like the Spider Man's yeah. pointing at each other.
0: Do you think it was like their two legs? Yes,
1: yes, we, no, we, no. And then
0: the other pair of legs, other pair of legs, air pair of legs. Or do you think they were intertwined?
1: No, here's my discourse. Here is what makes me uncomfortable about Oh, it's so that- who's
0: across from who, who's next to <laughs> who? Yes. <laughs> yeah, was it the men? I need to look up a picture right now.
1: <laughs> either that, way, either way, it, is, it just does not work. I don't care if your spouse is next to you or across from you. Either way, it is a recipe for disaster. There is not one way in which you can make this square fit. I'm so... This is. I think
0: it's one couple sitting across from the other couple. Yes. Yes. The men across from the men, the women across from the women. And it looks like their legs just go down.
1: What do you mean go down? They go down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're like... Yeah, it looks like they're just like little nubs, like they're bent at the knee.
1: I wanna, I like, I am so far reaching, and I'm just chaotic energy. I'm like really honing into like gender theory right now in terms of the layout of the bed, and being across (laughs) from being next to what that signifies, and all like Freudian nonsense. Oh, I
0: think it's just made the most sense for the camera.
1: You would think you would think but who who's to say who's to say at this probably point probably the directors
0: i forget what it the layout was in the book i don't know if it was like that but i think it works better for blocking than yeah blocking. i don't remember they either were all probably in
1: a row. also going back to like the whimsical uh and the the there's also there is a lot of uncanny within the film hmm. that is just pure roald doll. yeah he he is a twisted individual. I loved his books. I love his books too, and I continue to love them. But why do we allow him to write children's books? That is my question. America, it's England, great. It's great. Every other country in between, every continent, every land. Wait, why do why? why do we let him?
0: Oh, isn't um Taika Waititi doing an Oompa Loompa film or something like that? Is he? Oh no, it's James and the Giant Peach.
1: Hmm. That's okay. what he's
0: doing. I'm
1: excited for that. Best of luck. Um, I'm horrified. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um, number three right number now. That? It had to be Chicago. Oh.
0: Uh, I I did because you had that one on your other list. Yeah.
1: So I, I, I I'm know. I'm not gonna. I still haven't seen. It, we d- we talked about it briefly. Yeah different episode. I'm not really going to say much about it. I'm just going to say I can't believe I wa- I watched it within the past year or so. I can't believe I wasted my whole life not watching it. Just fantastic all around. The acting, the choreography, the songs. I just love the story. It is about badass women and how they get away with stuff. It's good for them. Good for her. <laughs> they like literally the men had it coming. They did have they it, coming. it coming. They had it coming, <laughs> and you know, these women—they rose, they shined, they were stars, and they got everything they deserved in the end. Well, some of them didn't, but like some of them did. And
0: I still get to see it. I'll keep you updated. Yeah,
1: I'm very excited for you to watch because
0: I've been looking for it. it wasn't on top it wasn't anything,
1: so. notch. It used to be on. I want to say it used to be Maybe. on Max. I
0: think it was on Netflix too.
1: Maybe, yeah. I missed it I'm stupid anyway you're number three
0: my number three and this has been one of my favorite musicals in general since I was a kid is hairspray and when I'm talking about the movie musical I'm talking about the one that came out in like 2007
1: 2007? that is on my honorable mention list mm-hmm. mm.
0: because Nikki Blonsky hello
1: K icon
0: Queen's calling you've replaced her
1: and then Amanda Bynes, The Serves Calling.
0: Mm-hmm. You gave it. It gave what it was supposed to give.
1: Just so many. oh, there, There's just so many roles that were so perfectly casted.
0: It was just an all-star cast. It was just... It, and it, was, it does not have a great critical reception, which just...
1: Of course it doesn't. It's a musical.
0: But, like, it was great. And I won't take any slander on it.
1: No, it actually has... I mean Rotten Tomato. It has a good score. Score on Rotten Tomatoes. Like what? Ninety-one. Oh really? Yes.
0: I thought I saw like a fifty-something Metascore.
1: Eighty-one Metascore.
0: What the fuck?
1: What were you looking at? I don't
0: know. Anyway, it has
1: my like, my 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 crush. I just never really talk about often. That No. James Marsden. Oh, I I don't I don't talk about him Uh enough, but especially him as Corny Collins. Oh Oh. my god! Like Corny Collins. Yeah, like I would if I. They are so lucky. I would
0: have got on that show just to flirt with
1: him. They are so lucky. I am not a teenage girl during that time Mm -hmm. because I would go fucking feral Mm -hmm. for Corny.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, absolute star was an inspiration to me, you know. She was just a fat girl who just didn't give a fuck about what people thought about her. I mean, she did, but also she was like Screw
1: I'm going to be my own person. I'm going to dance to my
0: own beat
1: and I'm going to dance I'm gonna do circles around you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so that meant a lot to me as like a slightly larger girl when I was a kid. Now I'm fully larger. <laughs> I grew into it. <laughs> what can I see? Um,
1: Queen Latifah. She ate. She she did. She did. There's a
0: scene where she eats.
1: Um, Big Blonde and Beautiful. Tom um, Travolta ate <laughs> literally. She served. And he armed. He he armed. Um, um. No. What was I
0: gonna say? No, I was gonna say that Tracy Turnblad made me a socialist.
1: As she should. Um. You
0: don't come out that movie a Republican. <laughs> you didn't watch it. If you did. <laughs> <Period>. <laughs>
1: do you want to know my favorite song is it like when i say goosebumps it doesn't even begin to describe fucking goosebumps they're
0: all bangers but go off
1: like, like if i watch this scene to this day like i'm screaming the lyrics i am i'm am belting i i'm serving vocals um me for about to forget the title I'm like where i've been queen latifah that is a belter when she, when they are on their march, I, I, I lose my absolute goddamn mind to that song. It's so good. I get emotional. I get inspired. I get happy. I get sad. I get empowered. I get like everything from it. It gives, it gives all the emotions in one song. That last note she hits, I'm like, yeah. Queen Latifah is yeah. a star.
0: We love. Her. Um, what's funny is that when I was in the third grade and my sister was in the fifth grade, we had the talent show that we would do every single year. And of so course. Our Girl Scout, they did, Girl Scout troop, rather, they did uh, a dance to You Can't Stop the Beat. Um, and so they kind of casted a few people who, like, had the singing roles. So my neighbor, who's a boy, played um, Edna. And he wore, like, a wig and, like, had a pillow and wore a dress. And it was very funny. And um, you want to know who they had playing Motormouth? Who? Me. A skinny little white girl playing a <laughs> large, powerful black woman. And they had me this tiny little thing. And I was like, you can't stop me. This race. Gotta
1: love Smithtown.
0: <laughs> well, we didn't have any black kids in the troop, so, And they're like, they won't know it's a black woman singing, right? Uh, uh,
1: also... I don't know if you know this, but Queen Latifah was also in Chicago. Yes, yes, she just she's in everything. She needs good for her. She good for her. <laughs> need she a good for her. Yeah, we, but it she needs to be in the movie musicals. She, she does the damn thing.
0: Um, I love hairspray.
1: It's very good. It's, it's so, very very good. Nostalgic. I, I'm very surprised it didn't make my top five. It's yeah, very I'm close. Yeah, this point again. Why I was on honorable mention list? Whatever. All right, number. Chew-do.
0: for Tuesday, number two.
1: This one gets me worked up okay. beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Moulin Rouge.
0: I knew that one was gonna be on your list
1: too. Uh, I like it. Is it is Baz Luhrmann. It is Baz Lerman. I love Baz Luhrmann.
0: Most Baz Lerman.
1: It is the most Baz that Baz can Baz.
0: It is such a busy movie. Like to watch it is like your eyes they get exercised. It- <laughs>
1: Your soul gets exercised as well.
0: True. That is also true.
1: Like I'm I'm trying I'm trying to stay I'm trying to remain calm because like I'm literally getting worked up about it. Nicole Kidman.
0: I know. That the one scene where he sings your song to her on the roof. Gonna, are you joking I don't, me? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? Are you joking me? Invented romance invented yearning
1: it's Ewan mcgregor who is also <laughs> on my like top five men list he is of... at
0: his like peak in that
1: film oh my god oh my the god I, I was talking do... about Corney collins before forget him we got Ewan mcgregor like oh my god and he's
0: just like love struck he's young he's in pain he's yearning he's artistic oh my gosh christian he
1: is the perfect man it doesn't exist but it exists he he is such um, no, my favorite song is Come With May.
0: That is so good.
1: That, I think when I first watched the movie, I definitely cried.
0: Okay, the sexiest number? The Roxanne Tango? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Like, you cannot like that movie, but if you don't like that scene, you're a
1: psychopath. You should get checked by because, a doctor.
0: Like, again, that's one of those things that could just bring me out of a coma. <laughs> <laughs> they go, like, the, just the opening to it, or when he goes, I'd be like, I'm up. I'm up. I am up.
1: Um. Also, <sighs> Nicole's little number. I'm forgetting. Is it um Diamond Girl's best are friend? friend? Um. Yeah, they are. You know, Nicole, we're all your best friend at this point. After that number, you seduced the whole crowd.
0: I watched that movie with my mom. That was probably not the best choice.
1: It's not the worst. She didn't
0: like it. She also doesn't really like Nicole Kidman, so I was... It was an uphill battle, getting her to watch it. She's like, I liked a few parts of it, but I didn't like it. And I was like, well, I understand. It's not her thing. Um,
1: I don't care if it's your thing. It's Moulin <laughs> Rouge.
0: It, I...
1: Listen, I...
0: I understand the critique of it, but I also I, like
1: enjoy uh, it. Oh, of course. I am not going to sit here and... Because, you know, I... I think it's a bit more I much. enjoy musicals and, and music and movies, but I I... I'm sorry, I'm not a theater guy. No, no, but, but thi- I don't think
0: it's one for the theater gays I think it's- but moulin
1: Rouge, I will pop off to that.
0: Yeah, gay people love Moulin Rouge.
1: I mean, what's not to love?
0: Well, there's a few things. There's it, it, it's a little awkward at times, the pacing
1: and like oh, the way sure. they
0: cut the dialogue and stuff. But I love but where I'm like, what the fuck is going? It's on? just
1: absolute mayhem. Oh
0: yeah, it's pandemonium. <laughs> um I think it's the and it's also just so tragic it's just so
1: it displays the inner workings in my mind absolute mayhem
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you know you know how they make fun of gays like especially on TikTok who are driving to go get iced coffee <laughs> that <laughs> is the epitome of that film yeah yeah
0: um okay your number two is La La Land and actually what I wrote is I don't have the words so I won't say anything at all I mean I think we talked about it enough but I just love it a lot. Um, yeah, that's my number
1: two. <laughs> Keeping it short and sweet. Short, sweet, simple to the point. Yep. Our number ones. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Number one. Number one. Number one. I can't stand us. What's this. your number one? My number one. I wonder if uh, you. I don't think you'll be surprised, but we will see. Um, I this is a movie that could bring me out of a coma as soon as i hear that first note i am up i am i'm living phantom of the opera okay i have She's. A, i have many things i don't care what those many things are let me let me let me shine let me let me get my my excitement out and then you can just roast all you now want
0: what do you mean by the first note you mean like when i knock it starts with uh the, they're at
1: the Yeah. No. The I, I mean when you when the chandelier makes its way up into the sky. Lot six six
0: six then. Yes. A chandelier.
1: Yeah. I anyway. oof. Um listen, Emmy Rossum.
0: She was a little bit young for the part, I think, at the time. She was sixteen.
1: And she popped off. Don't don't you dare. Don't you dare.
0: Her aria, and like the the thing and think of me at the end, she cheated.
1: Oh, of course she did. But like, but she's sixteen, so give her a break.
0: Yeah, but they should have cast someone who was older, especially with what's his face, Gerard Butler playing the Phantom at like forty. I know. And what's his face playing Raoul at like twenty something?
1: Yeah. Listen, was it perfect? No. It does. As, it, that's just the start. Does it, <laughs> my critique? Do I do I watch in pure amazement every time? Even uh, listen, is it the best m- music? M- 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 Tongue twister. Is it the best music m- musical movie? Hell no. Mm-hmm. I will be the first to admit it, but I but it makes my number one because there is just something there
0: because it's, the actual source material is so good. It,
1: it's the pizzazz. It's have
0: you the, seen the twenty fifth anniversary concert?
1: Of course, I have.
0: And you don't prefer that.
1: I don't really count that as a movie musical. Yeah, but, like, if, you, if you're in the mood f- no. to watch Phantom... No, because I, Thanos, I want but... I want them to pull out everything. Like, I I just want the... Listen, I want my Emmy Rossum. I want my Gerard Butler. Are they a little mediocre at times? Of course, but I want them. It makes it me feel... It has Mini Driver.
0: I will say that much.
1: It, it makes me feel... You like... want to know a fun fact? I do.
0: About that movie. So... <laughs> In the 25th anniversary version, you may know that uh, Ramin Karimloo plays the phantom. There's a scene in the movie where Christine is talking and singing about her father, and there's a picture of her father mm-hmm. in a little frame.
1: Father once spoke of an angel.
0: Father once spoke of an angel. There's literally a phantom poster right behind you. You see that? So fitting. And I have, I have a lot of so true,
1: so there. true. Um,
0: anyway, the person, the actor in that frame is Rami Yacoub. He played both Christine's father, not any speaking part, but also the Phantom. Isn't that crazy?
1: Versatile, He's insanity. Great. I love him. Um, also the beginning of Act Two with Masquerade.
0: Masquerade's interesting.
1: It's so fun, so fun.
0: It's um, so weird because there's like not a lot of group numbers
1: yeah there's know. not
0: it's a lot of like duets
1: um i really like the story i oh, classic story classic i i feel for the phantom i am
0: that means it's effective because he is awful like for the longest time as a kid i was like i think i like the phantom more than Raoul. You're like, as an <laughs> adult though i'm like oh no 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 no, Raoul all the way
1: interesting don't make a face interesting
0: i'm sorry do you find it romantic to be kidnapped and forced against your will to sing and perform? Are you
1: kink shaming me now? Is that what we're doing on the on no, the pod? I'm just
0: saying it's a consent thing.
1: I, listen, you're making fair points.
0: Raoul and Christine, consenting adults, both have similar histories. It just makes sense. Raoul's
1: boring. He is And he's
0: rich. And he's cute.
1: Okay, but Phantom has his own his own theater.
0: Not really. He haunts it.
1: Yeah, and he he, kills people. And he owns it. Yeah, because he, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like he's just like cool like that, you know, guys.
0: He just like you know (laughs) kills people. I listen. He does it for her. I liked that when I was a young woman. As an adult, as a
1: mature, as
0: a mature adult, (laughs) I'm like that's toxic. Listen, as a mature adult, you're toxic. As
1: a mature adult, I'm gonna say neither for her.
0: Do you know what the Phantom's real name is? No. Eric with a K. Ooh. I know a lot about the Phantom of the Opera. Of course you do. It was my favorite show for like all of high school. It was like my personality, honestly.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, yep. If you can tell. That checks out. I
0: think I've seen it three times on Broadway. I would see it again. Can we um, go?
1: I've yet to see it, and it's one of my favorites.
0: When the theater reopens. When the Way when Abroad
1: comes back.
0: In September. Um. But, yeah. I, I just don't love the movie. And I a love lot Joel of, Schumacher. A, a so lot of people weird. don't. It's a mess for me.
1: I get it, but like, it will always have a special place in my heart. He
0: can't sing. The whole point is that like he's ugly, but he has the voice of an angel. He has the voice of a demon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Missed.
1: Uh, listen, there's a lot of movie musicals out there where they did not cast right with terrible singing. Am I going to say they had the best voices in Phantom, no. But okay. it's nostalgic to me. Okay. No, it's fine. It's it has its wholesome mm-hmm. memories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just captivating, honestly. I, again, like the fact that I had La La Land at five and this at one, it it shows I'm mentally ill.
0: I also don't like that they change where the chandelier drops in the movie. It makes no sense narratively speaking but that's a, that's a tangent that we won't go on
1: right. Yeah. Now.
0: My number one. Um I think we'll both agree that this is good. So it won't be an issue. But is Mary Poppins. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean it's very nostalgic, of course. Grew up with it. Um it's also just one of the best Disney movies like ever. Yeah. I think I mean Julie Andrews and Dick Van Dyke can't do any wrong. You with
1: that. that that's a power duo. Can't
0: do any wrong anything wrong with that. And that's when I was why I was pissed. First of all, in Sound of Music, when I watched Sound of Music when I was a kid and I was like, Where the hell is Dick Van Dyke? No offense to Christopher Plummer. And when I watched GHD Bang Bang and I'm like, Where's Julie Andrews? Who is this woman whose yeah. name I still don't know? That's a little sexist of me, I'm sorry. Um but I think, you know, Julie Andrews Mortally, she will die. Like physically, she will die. Will she? Well, remains yet to be seen. Yes, remains to be seen. Um, but I'll she's believe it like, when I see it. She is eternal because of Mary Poppins and because of Sound of Music. I'm and don't on. forget
1: the Princess Diaries. I
0: was about to say Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. Yes, and of course the Princess Diaries. But oh my god. I just love this movie so much. The story is so great. It's just beautiful to watch. Um the music unforgettable. Unforgettable. Yeah. The effects amazing. Dick Van Dyke's accent awful but memorable. <laughs> um
1: So true. Um
0: the uh let's go fly a kite. He it's works? okay.
1: I'll blame his accent on his vocal coach, whoever that was.
0: He probably didn't have one. They were like, do a cockney. They're like, we can't afford it. Like Cockney accent, he's like, All right. And they're like, that's fine.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> that's They, they gaslighted him. They told him that was the <laughs> best thing they ever saw. That's great.
0: Um anyway, the Let's Go Fly a Kite sequence makes me cry. Every single damn time. It makes me cry even harder after seeing the uh the movie Saving Mr Banks mm, which we yeah. all know is a revisionist story and it's about the adaptation of Mary Poppins made by Disney and it makes them both themselves and the patriarch walt make a, look a little bit better and whatever. Colin Farrell was in it. He's hot. So um but this isn't about saving Mr. Banks. This is about Mary Poppins. The knowing original all,
1: content. Knowing
0: all of that backstory of um, What's-Her-Face and her father and her own, like, not nanny, but aunt, I think it was, or maybe it was her nanny, who came in and kind of saved the family um and how that reflected in her writing these Mary Poppins books. Um, It's just, and it is about saving the father. It's Women. About, it was never about the children. It was about the father.
1: Of course, because the father, you know, the patriarchy, and And then
0: we get it again in the sequel, *Mary Poppins Returns*. Um, which again, now it's about um the son though, who is a father, and all that stuff and memory and parenthood and families and stuff like that. But it's just such a sweet film. I love it. It's super califragilisticexpialidocious. Like Can you spell that fast? Yeah, that was like a flex. It, that was
1: your personality back then too.
0: You're just like oh, and then my <laughs> sister would spell it backwards really fast, and I was like, all right, get out of here. No one cares for that shit.
1: Clearly, there there is something that has you know developed in the speaker household around movie musicals and your personalities, and it's obviously. Uh, but it's nice to see your growth in personality over time with mm-hmm. these movie musicals and how you're like, hey, I'm going to adopt a new one. And then look at you now. Look, at who would have thought? Who? Not me. Not me.
0: Um, so what are your honorable mentions?
1: Honorable mentions um, across the universe. I
0: didn't like that.
1: So the first time I saw that movie, I absolutely God hated it. Yeah. I thought it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and yeah. I was scarred. I don't even think I finished it fully through. hmm. And then I rewatched it and I absolutely fell in love with it. Maybe I have to rewatch it then. Yes. It is oh like I I have the soundtrack on my phone and I listen to it every once in a while. I just I love it. I I, I love it. Love it. Uh Rachel um Evan
0: Rachel Evanwood.
1: Yeah. Rachel Evanwood is in it. Um and I I think I just love her character in it. And I just love her vocals. Um so I have that movie and then hairspray as I said was on my honorable mention list. Can't stop the beat. You you really can't. Um I'm trying to think of like another song from that movie where I'm just like, "Yep."
0: Good morning Baltimore. Well, oh, uh, welcome to the 60s, Abop, oh, I yes. hear the bells. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: Without Love. That's the four of them singing that
1: one. The new girl in town. But of course, the better version. Mm, the original version. The original version.
0: Which was stolen by the white girls.
1: Yeah, because um, are we shocked? And
0: it's an ori- originally the musical. They use it in like the credits. But Mama, I'm a big girl now. Yes.
1: Um, also on my honorable mention list. And it's coming to Broadway soon. Little Shop of Horrors is coming All back. Right. It is. I'm so excited. Um I forgot who I was talking to recently and they said they'd never seen it and they didn't know it. I'm like, so you don't know Feed Me Seymour? How do you
0: not know Little Shop of Heart? I only watched it for the first time in October. But like I knew of it. I think yeah. I also danced to the song when I was
1: like such a good film. It it's it's fun. Feed um, Me Seymour. Feed hey, me Seymour. And then my last one on my honorable mention list, I'm so shocked it didn't make my top five because so many people hate this movie so much. And I just have a weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, she knew everyone. No. Uh, I just. I am so biased because of some of the people in it.
0: Is it Lame Is?
1: No, it's Into the Woods.
0: Oh, I, yeah, we've been over
1: this. Yes. You know, it has my man. I really
0: liked it when it came out. I'm not going to lie. Uh,
1: and yeah. then I
0: was like, oh no, this is nice.
1: It has my man's Chris, Chris Pine. Pine. Everyone hates Anna Kendrick. I love her. I hate her. It's okay. Everyone else. She does. has
0: a punchable face.
1: Everyone says that, and you and an know, annoying voice. It's fine. I I enjoy her as a human being, as an actress, as a person. Um, I liked her in the Cinderella role because, like, I honestly would never cast her in that type of role, and I think it was fun to see her in that. that interesting. Um, Emily Blunt. Are we kidding? It Meryl does have what's his face. Oh, don't don't the name we do not mention. JC. Yeah. Oh God, please. It's the one mm. if it's the one fault of the film. And then Mer- scare. It <laughs> <laughs> it it really is. Oh, Meryl yeah. Streeps in it, too. Yeah, she is. Like honestly, obviously, we talked about it before. It's a Sondheim play. It's very dark. It's very twisty. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp's in it too. Yeah. Um what I love about it, obviously. I mean, not just the movie version, just the play itself is it takes these classic tales and twists them and intertwines them and brings them all together. But like I said, like, Sondheim, what were you going through and why do you hate mothers so much?
0: He definitely has mommy issues.
1: He does. Um, Clearly because he just loves to kill them off. Mm-hmm. Um. But you are not alone is such a great song. No, it it's is a great so song. pretty. No, it, the music's great. Oh, the music is fantastic. But I'm saying that song is specifically, like for the film version, I I really you liked how not they alone. did it. Um,
0: No one is alone. And just I'm like just showing off my vocals, you really are. Today, oh, honestly, sing to me <laughs> as the pollen slowly corrodes my vocal cords. And hey, my mic fucks up.
1: but like I said, I just. Also visually, really enjoy the film, and that, honestly, if you need to look at it as camp, it is such. Especially the scene with Red Riding Hood getting getting eaten. If that's not camp, I don't know what is.
0: Well, I mean, Sondheim kind of created camp on the stage. Well, no, he didn't. But whatever. Um, I just don't think it was done well as a movie. It took itself a little bit too seriously. I don't know. But anyways. My honorable mentions are *The Wizard of Oz*, of course, but duh, duh, uh, sound of music. But I already, I put that in another list. So all oh, of the Muppet movies, which are musicals, most duh, of them.
1: duh. Like, well, come on, yeah, come, come on come now. On.
0: And this one, because I don't, it's like an experience more than it is like a movie musical, and that is *The Rocky Horror Picture Show*. Okay. It is like a movie musical, but would I consider it in like the same vein as the other ones no. on the list? No. You go but to the But It's still theater, iconic. You dress up. There's
1: a reason it has a cult following. Yeah.
0: I remember the first time I watched that in like the ninth grade, I was like, this is gonna be my personality for like the next month and
1: a half. And, and it, it was. It probably was more than a month and a half.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I think I watched The Clockwork Orange. I was going through things. <laughs> in, the in the ninth grade.
1: Um Hmm. I'm curious. What would you say like your your top two songs are from Rocky Horror?
0: I like uh Rose Tint My World.
1: Yes. A classic.
0: I really like um what was it? Hopatootti. Okay. That's a good one. Um, There's a Light. Damn It Janet. I was really like Touch It Touch. It. I don't know. I like all the songs, really.
1: Yeah. Um, science fiction.
0: Oh yeah, the opening. Yeah. Did you know Jack Antonoff covered that on did, one of his? Did he? I don't know. It was such a long time ago he did it.
1: I'm like The twenty thirteen. It's a great song. Um, it's great. Yeah, over at the Frankenstein place. Over
0: at the Frankenstein
1: place. Um.
0: Oh, Sweet Transcend Yeah. What the hell? How did I miss that how one? How did
1: you miss that one? Um, When okay.
0: Mercedes sang it on Glee. I hate to bring up Glee in a musical episode. I'm sorry. But when she sang that...
1: Tim Curry was shaking.
0: He was like, darling. I don't, that's not his voice. Yeah.
1: But you know how Tim Curry
0: speaks. Yeah. You can imagine it.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, no. Mercedes ate. Um, honestly... I am gonna bring this up really briefly because again I just love I love controversy I just we beat off of it. it when they did the live version.
0: Oh. We Victoria Justice. Yes,
1: I did not hate it.
0: <laughs> it was okay. I didn't, With I Laverne Cox, the way they filmed it was. Awkward agreed but I think the performances were Good
1: I think the casting like um, Laverne Cox fantastic Of course um, Victoria Justice I think people love to hate on her but I think She's a, she was really good in that role though. she did Fantastic
0: who played um
1: Brad? Ryan McCartan I think that's His last name oh, I don't know. He did a great job too he's a Good vocalist he's a Like Broadway ish person I think mm-hmm. I don't know him too well but like I remember he did Great mm-hmm. um who else was in it I remember I only oh, remember Christina Milian was in it Really? Yeah, she played Why do I want to say magenta? No. Can I yeah. I have to
0: look this up. Cuz it's
1: going to bother me if I don't know the No, it's okay. Uh, oh, Reeve Carney was in it. Of course. King. Right. Yes. Literally this oh. it was casting gold and people really underappreciate the live version. Um who else was in it?
0: Uh, Adam Lambert. Yes.
1: He played Eddie. Eddie? Yep.
0: Annalie Ashford was Columbia. Okay, yes. Okay, okay, okay.
1: Um, Honestly, casting was impeccable. Good casting. It really was. Um, Their version of. Oh, what song is it? You you the the first song you said on your your list of what songs? in like. my world. Yes, their version of it was so pain, good.
0: I'm pain. Maybe I should rewatch it. I don't know where it's available. I
1: think it's on Hulu. I, w- the fact that I would know this, of course I would.
0: Are you like a shill for Hulu? You've been plugging them a
1: lot. I really have. What can I say? Honestly, like TV show wise, I've been watching a lot of stuff I'm on looking there. Looking
0: at Reeve Carney's riffraff right now. That's great. So
1: good. He's and so I, cool. I, oh, I was is just, he okay.
0: playing What's-His-Face in a film, like a biopic or something? He's playing a singer. Did...
1: The Elvis one? Is no, be that? that's What's-His-Face, Austin Butler. Yeah, and that's Baz Luhrmann, correct, is doing that one?
0: Um. I'm going to say yes. Cause maybe?
1: I, I want to say he is. Um, because see. Baz is just on the mind tonight.
0: He's playing Jeff Buckley.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And he's going to feel- be in House of Gucci? Interesting. He's playing Tom Ford. Oh. Oh, okay. okay.
1: I'm, you know, I'm really happy he's be. being utilized because he is so underrated. I,
0: I can't wait for Hades Town to reopen. I hope he's still going to be in it. I mean, I know even Noble Zada will be. Yeah. And like on, like all the original people, under just Shields and Amber.
1: Reeve Carney, it's your time to shine. <sighs> he's shown
0: in the. Taylor Swift music video.
1: We asked what Oh,
0: I knew you were trouble, right? Is it? Yeah. That's the one.
1: Oh my God.
0: Anyway, this is a message to Reef Carney to end out.
1: This is a love letter.
0: Reef Carney. Come on our show. We'll ask you about whatever you want, whatever you, you pick the topic. Yeah.
1: You pick the topic and we will just be your puppets in the background.
0: You can DM us at Raiders of the pod on Twitter the pot on Instagram. Um email Raiders us raise the pot at gmail.com. G-mail.
1: You can send us hate mail, love mail, any type of mail, anything I with your like your signage. It'd be would a Would appreciate it. Would appreciate it. Would. Um, Very much so.
0: Anyway, Stan Rachel Ziegler. Um, that's our show. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying our show. That's the end of the
1: that made me just think of Mike's super short show from Disney Channel from years ago. If don't that, we're gonna go on a tangent? I don't have time for this. We'll save it for the next one.
0: Save it for the save for the downs. Um, go watch a movie musical. Oh wait, that should be our thing. At the end, you know how we say that at the end. I can cut that part.
1: We'll, we'll try. We'll try to do it.
0: All right, I've been i I've been
1: Craig. And go go watch watch a a goddamn goddamn movie movie musical. musical. Okay, bye, guys. We did it. Bye, everyone.